up the yonder, beyond the lights, neon, oh, fluorescent, my essence is something to ponder, oh, your talent is something to squander, oh, blessed and favored so highly, anointed portrait I might be, this is that all that podcast featuring Kyrie. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Um, welcome back to another episode of the All That Podcast. Today I have Miss Rachel with me. Hi. How are you? Good. You good? Yeah. You don't have no nerves? Mm, maybe. What are you going to ask me? Now, before we started this <laughs> podcast, I asked her if she was nervous at all, and she told me no. And now, once the cameras is on, <laughs> the audio is on, now she got a little nervous. So I knew it. I knew you had a little nerves. Just because you put me on the spot. Oh, well, okay. it's going to be a lot of that in this conversation. <laughs> so... Um, I'm not even sure how we had the conversation or when we had the conversation about you having an OnlyFans. Do you remember the conversation? I don't remember either. I just remember um, we connected and you were like, would you be interested in talking about it? And I was like, yeah, totally. And then from there, we just started talking about more and more stuff. Right. I think now that it's coming back to me a little bit, I think the initial conversation was actually at Nadine's party. Oh, see, I don't and remember that. And we were conversing. Yeah. And then it came up, and then Instagram, then, hey, come be on a podcast, and then the phone calls about, you know, you're into a lot of stuff. So I was like, yeah. you know, for this first episode, let's just focus on yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> OnlyFans. Right. But um, this OnlyFans stuff fascinates me in a way because... It, it's it's different from the porn industry right. in a way, just because, you know, I don't think anybody pre OnlyFans knew a porn a porn star like personally. Like I don't want to speak for everybody, but you know what I mean. Like you didn't know, like your girl next door was not a porn star. Like you know, it, it yeah. seemed like some far away, um, reality, right? Like it's not in your face. Like you don't have any like first-hand experience with it. But now, with this invention of OnlyFans, right. you have your everyday girl who can use her body to make money. Right. And she has full creative control and control over her business and finances, which is also different from the porn right. industry. So when I found out that you had one, I was like, okay, let's do an episode about this because, one, everybody talks about it. It's very, like, a polarizing thing. Yeah. Like, you're either on one side or you're on the other. It's no middle yeah. middle ground so let's just start with the decision to make an only fans like how did this decision <laughs> come up in the first place <laughs> okay so actually it wasn't even my idea um okay. so at the time i was in a relationship and my ex would always uh be like you know we could we could put our video on pornhub you know and make a bunch of money <laughs> you know no face no case type of thing mm -hmm. and i'm like i have tattoos like you could spot me like there's no i would have to have like a whole disguise right like we couldn't just do you that you have to wear a bodysuit exactly the, the flap that exactly you i would need to like <laughs> i would need to disguise myself so i was like right. um mm, i was like mm, i'm not really down for that and second of all like i just don't really care to like put myself out there like that mm -hmm. but then um at the time uh, let me let me just interrupt you real quick yeah so your ex yeah when he brought that up to you did you feel some type of way? Like, who do you think I am? You know, a lot of girls be like, I ain't no. Well, I mean, like, you know, 
couples like to, you know, make videos for themselves. No, for sure. But and so yeah. I was like, you know, already open to that. But then to like share it or to use it to right. make money, I was like, hmm, I mean, that does sound nice. You know, people be making a lot of money, but mm-hmm. also people don't make a lot of money. And then if it were to get out and stuff like that. So I wasn't really upset or anything, but I was like, hmm, like I'm not really into it because I don't want to like get caught up basically. Gotcha. Um, and so then OnlyFans became like a hype thing and I actually made it before the pandemic was like a big thing mm-hmm. and um, before like everybody was really doing it. Um, but I really wouldn't promote it or anything like that and I just did it because I would have dudes constantly like in my DMs requests like trying to get at me and mm-hmm. so basically I was like, okay, well I can use this to post like sexy pictures of myself and just like get money for looking good because apparently that's what they want anyways like they're all hitting me up they don't know me they've never met me they're just contacting me because they like what they see so might as well profit off of it um but i love the fact that i can do what i want um because you'll have some girls on OnlyFans that go straight porn mm-hmm. no face no case and they make hella money and then you have other girls that do creative content and they cosplay it and they also make a lot of money um and it just depends on like what you're comfortable with doing on there which is why i was like open to doing it but i for sure don't um care too much about it from how i was when i first started it like as i've gotten into it and i've been doing it for like a year i don't really care to put as much energy into it as i did before because of just like what i'm getting back like from people on there and the kind of like responses and stuff that I'm getting. So let's let's go into that because we yeah. kind of talked about this over the phone. Right. Um, <laughs> tell us about the the messages that you receive from your subscribers on OnlyFans. So first, you'll have people who are asking for more, which mm-hmm. is expected. Of course, everyone's gonna ask for more. That's what the private messages are for, so that you can send private content to them for more money rather than like giving it to any subscriber that's on your feed Mm -hmm. that can see everything so that's like a way to like you know send content but they can still do whatever they want with this content yes you have like a a hashtag on there so if they were to screenshot it it would show your OnlyFans at so they would know like they got it from OnlyFans but you can crop that out and you can save it screen record it share it to anybody Mm -hmm. if you get caught posting it i think you can get in trouble but there's no law against showing it to people around you off of your phone so for me i was like i don't really care how much you're offering like i'm not going to do that because you can do whatever you want with this and you can have it forever and like there's a certain price on OnlyFans like that you can pay per content Mm -hmm. like per message and so for me it was just like "Mm, no and so i would get a lot of like give me more give me more give me more and like i would just be like you know you're gonna get what you get type of thing and then it got and then it got like ugly to where they would be like how much to meet up how much to fuck how much for this for that and i'm just like do i look like i'm on the street asking you what Mm -hmm. you want like no i like OnlyFans is for you to do what you exactly like you said like to have creative content like and it's up to you personally and so to like be like attacked because you're not giving them what they want is just like kind of like hurtful and very just like makes me not want to like get on there and talk to them at all so like most of the time like i just ignore Mm -hmm. comments like that but i'm just like okay give me ten thousand (laughs) dollars and then we can talk and then of course that you know like leads them away or whatever but it's just like 
you're ridiculous. I mean, somebody might take you up on the offer one day. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, goodness gracious, yeah. they really like think offering a thousand dollars is like enough, and it's like, okay, maybe a thousand dollars would be good for some people. You know, that could pay your rent, that could help you a lot if you're struggling. But like, I don't know. For me personally, like I have nothing against sex work, and mm -hmm. if that's what you choose to do, but for me personally, um, I just d wouldn't ever be interested do in doing that. Do you that. consider what you do because some would sex work, definitely. or do you, you definitely? Yeah, okay. it's just for me, I don't take it as far as you could take it, mm -hmm. and but it's still considered sex work because like anything that I'm getting money for just just for being me and just for like you know wearing certain things um but just like you know strippers like they are in sex work but they doesn't necessarily mean they're actually like being sexual mm -hmm. they're just you know showing their body and doing other things you know maybe like lap dances and stuff like that but um I have nothing against sex work but I just like would never be into it and it's just like crazy to me how just because you open a platform up like people automatically think that they have the right to like ask for certain things mm -hmm. or like assume that you are willing to give them certain things and it's just like it kind of stared me away from not putting as much effort into it because i didn't like being talked to or expected things from and i didn't have to let, i didn't like constantly having to tell guys like um i'm not a prostitute i'm not so sale. did um because you said that you did you don't really promote your OnlyFans. Did right. that decision come um, out of a fear um, of being judged? So because yeah. if you go on your Instagram right now, you would have no right. clue that you had OnlyFans because, like you said, you don't promote it. So right. were you like, I don't want this to get back to my family. I'm, my, some of my friends might judge me. Um, or... Were you worried about how it would affect your future relationships? Hmm. So I think I kind of considered all of that mm -hmm. when making the decision. But um, what I, like I said, what I have posted um, is like not porn and not like hardcore stuff. So for me, I choose what I post in case it ever were to get out and people were to find out, you know, because mm -hmm. people could be curious and just pay and just show whoever they want and do whatever they want with that. And so for me, um, I have thought very like hard and I've been very cautious about what I've posted, mm -hmm. but it still has affected me. You know, like I still have heard a lot of gossip about me because of, of the OnlyFans. And then it goes two ways like, uh, well, she doesn't really post enough on there. It's not really worth it. Or, you know, like she's an OnlyFans girl and like categorizes me that way. So for some people, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's too much. You can never please everybody. Um, so. I don't know. I know some people, you're going to get judged regardless. And even before the OnlyFans, it, like, p stuff that I would post, um, you know, you're going to get judged on it. Like, mm. you know, people unfollow you when you post certain things. And so I already knew that that would be a thing. I personally just, like, don't care what other people's <laughs> opinions are. But at the same time, I didn't want to, like, hurt or disrespect, like, anybody that I cared about. And, like, that would be in a, I was in a relationship at the time when I started, so obviously I wanted to, like, respect that. And Speaking so, of relationships. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> does anybody uh, that you will date, is it a deal breaker for you if they are not okay with you having an OnlyFans? Or are you willing to compromise and get rid of it 
because your future mate wants you to? So um, I definitely wouldn't get involved with somebody if they weren't comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. But as the relationship were to get you know, there, I would naturally just like not put effort into it because when I was in a relationship and I had it, I really didn't put effort into it. When I became single is when I like put more effort into it and like kind of promoted it and um, basically put it out there more. And then now I am not out there. Like you said, you can't really find evidence of it mm -hmm. um, unless you're really looking. Um, so I... I definitely don't want to like be known or categorized as like OnlyFans girl and so it's something that I've done but I don't think it's something that I'm going to continue like for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to relationships, I don't really think it would affect my long-term relationships because I just don't feel like I'm going to continue to put that effort in, but at the same time if somebody is going to like, "Oh, you have OnlyFans" and like automatically judge it, I mm -hmm. probably wouldn't want to continue with that regardless because I uh, support sex work and I would want to be with someone that supports it as well, even if they don't want me doing it. Like, that's different, but you still kind of, like, need to not be judgmental and supportive of it because in other parts of the world, it's so normalized. Mm -hmm. And I don't really think it's fair to, like, denormalize somebody for something they do for money. How do you feel about, because you, you said in other parts of the country, yeah. you know, it's, it is. It is very normalized in other parts of the world. But how do you feel about America's views on what women should and should not do with their bodies? It's so wrong. Mm -hmm. The system already is just so messed up in so many ways. But um, to women, it's just you can't win. You stay at home. <laughs> you stay at home, Mom. Then you're just, you know... N no good you're just ambitious uh, you're just, you're, yeah. just a, you're just lazy you're just mm -hmm. you let your husband make everything for you you know you surviving off of him you're very codependent right. right but then you go and like okay well i'm a stay-at-home mom let me make a only fans because i'm hot and i can and oh it'll help me make money mm -hmm. and give me some independence but then you're basically bashed and shamed for shamed for it because it's not what I guess most people would want you to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's very hard as a woman, I feel, to do anything that with your body at all. Because if you have a nice body and you show it off, like people are going to judge you regardless. But then if you ask for money because you look a certain way, like then they all they automatically think like uh like you just want money. You'll do anything for money type mm -hmm. of thing. And it's just like really hard because like a woman can do this to get money because she can and doesn't mean she's any less like capable of doing many other things so you brought up being a mom and having the only fans and i sent right. you a post right and we kind of had a conversation about it um about this kid who was dealing with bullying because his classmates had got gotten a hold of his mom's only fans it was a boy or a girl i think it was a might have been a girl. I think it was a it girl. It was a good girl. Okay. Yeah. Even when well, I ain't gonna say even worse, but it's pretty bad. But anyway, so if you hypothetically, right, were a mom, right, and you decided to continue your business because that's what it is. It's your business, right? Um, small business owner. <laughs> Literally, but uh, self-employed. Right, and so and you continue to do that. How 
in 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 that exact situation to where you know now classmates are seeing it, it's like you know how what's that conversation that you would have with your with your child or is that a conversation you would have with them very early on to explain exactly what you do so in that situation she was like a teenager mm-hmm. i believe and 13 so, i believe so in that in that situation um as the mom like you would need to like have that conversation um as well as like the sex conversation mm-hmm. so you would need to just kind of put all of that in there and explain to them how like sex work works and mm-hmm. like how um technology and like everything comes into play where you don't actually have to physically do anything mm-hmm. um because you know some people will consider sex work only if you do it se- like physically right. and other people are going to consider it anything at all um but i just think that that would be a conversation you would need to have and to like share and explain with them but in that certain situation the way she found out and like the way that it came mm-hmm. to be like it was really bad because she was just basically bombarded with all this stuff because mm-hmm. her mom's posts were like leaked and so that kind of sucks because as the mom there's really nothing you can do at that point to fix mm-hmm. it because you can't fix it um but she could have avoided a lot of the drama by just making her thing private and Mm -hmm. talking to her daughter about it before she found out that way for me personally i would try my very best my kids whole life to normalize like that you can be like show off your body that you can be comfortable with your body like body positivity Mm -hmm. definitely so that even if it came to be like of my pictures or something coming out like they would be like oh i like i see my mom like that all the time like you know it's like nothing crazy but um i don't know i wouldn't want to upset my kids either so it would be hard because i would want to give them respect and also for them to like respect what i'm doing Mm -hmm. So it would just be like a conversation and depending on like how the child feels is depending on what route I would take. Because if they wouldn't feel better unless I, you know, got rid of, got rid of it, you know, like that's be something I would highly consider um, because that's my kid and how I'm seen does affect them. So I wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to upset them. Have you thought about this? No. So even though, (laughs) even though you don't, post like you having sex with another person right um i'm pretty sure you post something a little more than you would post on instagram so um people are subscribing to you right Mm -hmm. they're paying you Mm -hmm. and now they have access to this Mm -hmm. so nowadays you know we live in a social media world it's not going anywhere right and so with that nothing really disappears so one day this situation could happen and you could have then got not not actively been on your only fans but somebody like screen recorded your stuff it has it on their phone they posted maybe it's not even about your kids they just posted and maybe like your mom so you so like something like that so have you ever thought about that like that this content that you're posting is literally going to be there forever right you know what i mean it if somebody you know decided to screen record or screenshot or what or whatever it may be have you thought about that yeah and that's exactly why i'm very careful about what i post mm-hmm. and what i choose to post um, so basically you post what you don't mind being exactly shared 
Exactly. Like okay. somebody could go screen record my whole OnlyFans feed mm-hmm. and I would be totally fine with it. Um, I would be upset, you know, obviously, because that's like, you know, invasion of privacy for sure. And mm-hmm. you really are not supposed to do that, especially like with people's private stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, I know the the power of technology and i know that it's never going anywhere like once you upload it it's never there's always a way to find it you know Mm -hmm. so for me that's why i choose to post only what i choose to post and um i wouldn't be down like even private messages or wise i wouldn't really be down to like send um porn or like straight nudes because i know that it can like be out there forever and get leaked and so for that um I don't do that, but yeah, like my nipples are on there. So mm-hmm. if people saw my nipples and it would become a whole thing, I would honestly not care just because women should be able to like go outside with no shirt on just like men because we both have nipples. And so I'm all about the whole free the nipple thing. So only difference is <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> a man's breast is not, and this might be society's uh, issue, mm-hmm. but it just hasn't been sexualized in the way a woman's breast has been. It really sucks because yeah. they they basically have the same function. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing is whenever a woman's pregnant, produce milk. And but that's it. Um, you know, because a guy's chest can look just like a woman's, pretty much. You know, <laughs> I've seen uh, I've seen them. <laughs> I think it was Eddie Murphy and uh, the Clumps, and uh, you know his, his character Sherman is like fat. You know. Like really big and yeah, you put a bra on them and there you go. And he was like, "Who's sucking? Who's titties in this relationship?" <laughs> exactly. So yeah, to your point, I guess a man's some men's breasts could look and like as I though s- not appealing as mm-hmm. appealing. Right. And like I said, like in other countries, it's just so normalized. Like yeah. there's nude beaches in other countries, and like sex work is legal mm-hmm. in other places, and it's just like normalized so much more. Because um, the reason it's not normalized in America is largely due to religion which is segueing to my next question so you have a bible verse on your arm right um from conversations we've had you're very spiritual so what is your connection with nudity or sexuality Mm. and religion Right. And or spirituality. So I am not religious Mm -hmm. um, just because religion is categorizing and I just don't like anything that is categorizing Mm -hmm. um, just because it's limiting. Um, And I have like coexist on me as well just because I believe like it doesn't matter if we don't believe the same things. We can still coexist. We don't have to, you know, like agree. We don't have to be best friends. We don't have Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship, but we can still like coexist with each other um on the earth as humans should Mm -hmm. but um so i i think that america has made sex something that it's not you know like by overdoing it in like porn and all that stuff like it's just overdone and like it's um perverted mm -hmm. in a way and it's just like over stigma like over Mm -hmm. not stigmatized but like um, I don't know. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. They're because <sighs> back in the day we were all naked, right? Yeah. And we didn't even sexualize the bodies because it was just normal. Like, oh, okay, you're a boy, I mm-hmm. guess, and I'm a girl. 
because of the difference but like you know even back in the day when there was like tribes and stuff like they weren't sexualized like that like that's something so new mm-hmm. and like that's such an american thing i feel if you had to pinpoint a moment that the shift happened what would you um what would you say was the turning point in america being so different from other cultures as far as our relationship with nudity i don't know because Mm -hmm. when they came here and they i guess basically genocide right Mm -hmm. they all the natives were probably like mostly naked you know and so i know the africans that were brought here were naked exactly so it's like they felt because they were in power they needed to like cover themselves and Mm -hmm. be less vulnerable and i think that's mainly what it was about it was about like power and vulnerability Mm -hmm. and then they took it even a step further to be like okay well this is like a sacred thing because you know back Mm -hmm. in like the day women couldn't even show their knees or ankles yeah they had to have the dress all the way down right (laughs) and that was not you know like from native like Mm -hmm. that that was something from like europeans and they they made that be as well but now that i'm thinking about it they actually um demonized well demonized not it's not the right word they mocked that's the right word uh, black people, you know, you got the the stereotype of, you know, black men having big penises. And then you have, you know, they're making fun of, you know, the woman's, a black woman's, you know, butt. And, you know, just uh, on these cartoons they draw, it's like oversized body parts. They definitely. And, and now, you know, it used to be something a black woman was like uh, ashamed of, you know what I mean? But now, you know, I think thanks to... Uh, and this is no beef with them. It just is what it is. When the Kardashians started coming up and started, you know, really embodying the body type that black women had <laughs> got ridiculed for. The whole for. beauty. That, yeah, all that. that and then it started have. being acceptable. And now everybody trying to get butt shots and lip fillers right. to look more like exactly. what was ridiculed. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, as a perfect example is, like, a Kylie's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, she has all the beauty standards that Kylie, like, had to get done mm-hmm. because she's... M- half black you know her dad is black and you know travis has like the lips Mm -hmm. and stuff so she's she got that from her dad and but yeah it's i do believe that um the beauty standard is very connected to with like the black beauty Mm -hmm. and um just people of color in general because most of the time um white people do not have like big lips or big butt most of the time they're like skinny um and it like it has just came to be that people are coming out different um different sizes and different like mixes and so um yeah i i feel like they did it at the same time they demonize Mm -hmm. like people of color and like sex as well because Sex used to be, like, such a private thing. Well, like, if you read, uh, like, some of the transcripts from uh, back then, some of the, the literature that was written by these European <laughs> Europeans, they would say that the Africans were over se- overly sexualized. Like, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what they wrote in there. Like, they're sexual beasts, and that kind of went to the, you know, assumption or conception of black men being hypersexual and you know that led to you know, the Emmett Till story of him you know whistling at a white woman and getting 
you know, lynched and a lot of black men got killed because they were falsely accused of raping white women. And it's because the belief that, oh, they, they're hypersexual. And it's like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel yeah. like it was like all demonized at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like they used black people to do it, but they are essentially demonizing sex altogether. Yeah. And being sexy and mm-hmm. being sexual at all. And I... And I did that. I think they did that just to like have power, and because maybe they weren't confident, mm-hmm. you know. Because really, when you're not mm-hmm. body positive or comfortable with yeah. your sexuality, it's because of your confidence and your upbringing and your belief. It really has nothing to do with how you look, because you can look in any type of way and be confident. Is that? And it was a little bit of the insecurity thing, a lot bit, not a little bit, you know wanting probably wanting to look the shape of a black woman and wanting to have a penis like a black man that you know it's probably that insecurity but what it also is and i'm just thinking about this as we're talking is them trying to um defer the attention off of their sexual misconduct because you have these slave masters literally raping young black women and men and and men they were raping and men you know you have that's why this Me Too movement is, it's good. It's good. It's necessary. When Whenever something is, like, new, you know, it's going to be, like, a over, a quote-unquote, overdoing it. Like, because you, you, you're trying to, now, you know, women have a voice, and, you know, they're trying to get their stories out. And when something like that happens, it's, like, the first time, you're going to have just a figuring out period. Like, all right, like, you know what's what's true, what's not, was you know it's always gonna be a figuring out period before you get to a place where you figure it out. But you know they're like you know Bill Cosby's in jail and and all this and like, well, we need to take every statue down of Thomas Jefferson because he literally was raping a teenage black child. Yeah, we could we should just take all the statues of all you the men take down. Them all down. Like just... because all these <laughs> were, you know. Well, I have a belief that there's no such thing as good or bad people, just people who do good and bad things. So I'm not going to say that he was a bad person because he did some good. Thomas Jefferson did good. But the bad he did was <laughs> is grossly yeah. overshadowed. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, the sexualized, the demonization we're talking about happened. It's because it was kind of trying to get the attention off of their right. sexual sins. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I I can't argue that at all because why would you mm-hmm. bring to light someone else's like why would you put someone else's sexuality on the spot if it wasn't to defer from your own right. um, which is what people do all the time is called like projecting you mm-hmm. know whenever someone says well why are you doing this but it's really because of how they feel and they just need help I guess communicating it but mm-hmm. I don't know I don't think sex should have ever been demonized regardless of what kind of person was doing it um because it's like all humans are made to reproduce and that's a sexual thing and mm. people just got over sexualized whenever like literally sex was used just for reproduction, reproduction. and that's like the actual scientific mm-hmm. you know reason that we do that we do we overdo everything exactly like you're you're really eating like you're supposed to eat when you're hungry like we yeah. just eat just because like you know what i mean yeah overindulging <laughs> you know? yeah we, we overdo everything yeah and i feel like that's like a huge american thing that we mm-hmm. overindulge but the whole demonizing sexuality and people of color comes back to like you know 
way before time, like the European times, like they've always been doing that. And mm-hmm. slavery was around even before America. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to say like whenever things first came to happen but honestly it's just about power like people are saying well if you do this you don't have as much power if you um are comfortable with your sexuality and your body then you're less than and it's all about like just like saying like okay well you have to look like this and be in like a suit and tie to actually have power Mm -hmm. you know and i just feel like it's it's all about like categorizing people to say well you can't be this if you do this and sex has gotten thrown in there whenever it's supposed to be like a beautiful thing and mm-hmm. like an, another thing is like in america when we greet each other um most of the time we don't greet each other and like kiss each other and compared to all other cultures like right. they greet each other and they kiss each other and they're very like much more comfortable with each other's bodies regardless if it's man and man women and women like mm-hmm. they just do that and in america we don't do that and i feel like it goes back to being um like the sexualized and demonized humans and so we've decided to like um we're only going to be sexual if it's like a relationship right you know and it doesn't really necessarily have to be that way um but we have it has to be that way now and it's like now you can't even like dress a certain kind of way around kids or else you might like you know be Mm -hmm. some type of way like even as a a woman you know like at the water park if you wear like a thong like they will literally come up to you but only if you have like a butt you know if you don't have a butt then they won't care but if you have a butt then they're gonna come up to you and tell you like you need to put something over Mm because you're just you're at a family place and you're distracting but literally like it's just your butt but for some reason now it's like not appropriate to have a butt let me ask you this so a lot of people would say that the intentions behind a woman wearing a thong Mm. at a water park Mm. or posting herself in a thong or shaking her ass on Instagram (laughs) is to garner attention Mm. from men and or women. Mm. To To that, you say what? First of all, <laughs> first of all, mm-hmm. uh, being in like a twerking position mm-hmm. is actually really good for like your solar plexus, which is like a chakra, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like, um, I'm spiritual, right? So when I think about it, I think about energy. And whenever you are literally in any kind of position where you're basically um, like low to the ground and your legs are open, like in the twerking position or like dancing position that we, you know, all know right now. Um, like you're literally letting go of like any energy, bad energy that you had in there, which is like a lot of trauma, stuff like that. So for me, when I think of people saying like, oh, you're doing this just for attention, like, no, maybe they will get attention for doing it, but Mm -hmm. their reason for doing it is probably not for attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, maybe they want like their ego fed. Maybe they want, you know, putting a thirst trap out there to see, but it's probably really- Which is the equivalent of a man- posing in a, in a luxury car exactly and so literally mm-hmm. it's honestly just to get it it may just be to get attention but it's probably to get attention from a certain person or validation from a certain person or mm-hmm. thing it's not really about getting the attention from being sexual because um 
I don't know. I just feel as if people do things for way deeper meanings, even if it's a sur- surface thing. A surface Always. thing like dancing or showing your body mm-hmm. could mean you're comfortable and secure with yourself, but it could also mean you're seeking validation. So it's hard to say because I feel like it depends on each person and like their intention in doing that. Mm-hmm. But just because someone's dancing or showing themselves doesn't mean that they want attention, but if they look good, they're probably going to get it. And if they look bad, they're going to get the bad attention. Because for whatever reason, we have such a hard time with seeing people's natural bodies. And if now with the BBLs and everything, like now they're bashing on people with BBLs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to each his own, you know, but the whole like Kardashian wave has made people believe if they don't look like this, then they don't look good. Muhammad Ali, (laughs) (laughs) when he was in the nation of Islam, uh, he was very... He took on their beliefs when it comes to a woman's place. And one of the quotes he said, which I'm not going to lie, I have repeated this quote to my sister, uh, my cousins, is that he said, um, you know, everything that God made valuable, he hid. Mm. Oil, diamonds, all the stuff you got to search. Crystals. Crystals (laughs) is hidden. All right? right. So he says, what is more valuable than a woman? So, if somebody came, if another woman came to you with that argument of um, what she possesses and that, and, that, and that it is power in withholding, mm-hmm. what would your counter-argument be? Or would you have a counter-argument? I totally agree with that, okay. um, which is why, for me, like I believe in energy mm-hmm. and spirituality because I believe if you share your energy with somebody, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you're going to connect with them. And when it comes to sexual energy, you know, those are like soul ties. Like mm-hmm. once you connect with somebody, like you're connected with them for a certain amount of years until like your energy is renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to somebody like showing, giving themselves away, like maybe by showing videos and stuff, I feel like yes but you're still kind of like protecting your energy because you're not physically doing it Mm. but like maybe going out to the club and like dancing and like doing all that stuff like you should be a little bit more careful with your energy because all the people out there are basically like getting your energy Mm -hmm. from you like being out dancing stuff like that um so i do believe you should be very careful and sacred like you should believe your sacred is, is i mean your energy is sacred but um, when it comes to like sharing it on t- on social media with technology, I feel as if mm, it doesn't really count as much mm-hmm. because you control how the social media affects you, and like you have this whole barrier with technology, and um, I don't know. And you like yeah, you can you can delete it and like I guess take it back, but then it's never really deleted, like we said. But I don't know. I just feel it's to each each individual's mm, preference. Mm, exactly, and do, like intention. Do you have any siblings? I have an older brother. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> I can ask this question: Did you see a difference in how sex was talked about um, from your parents or any adult around you with you versus with him? 
um, to be honest, mm-hmm. it, my brother was my brother's five years older than me, mm-hmm. so we never like he had the conversation way before me. Um, but uh, to be honest, my mom, since I was like a child, always told me like what all the private parts were and was always like very like you need to know and mm-hmm. no one should ever be touching you here and stuff like that. Um, so by the time like I was a teenager, like. Um, the only thing my parents told me was boys only want one thing and be careful. Mm -hmm. And, but other than that, um, I didn't really get too much like guidance. Like, of course, with each boyfriend or each something as I was growing up, they were going to say like, you know, you need to be careful. You need to be careful. But, um, uh, I don't really know how the conversation went with my brother Mm -hmm. because I was never there. But I can imagine that it was a lot less dramatic for him than me. Because for me, it was like, guys are all trying to get something from me. So it felt like I was needing to, like, protect something, Mm -hmm. right? Compared to him, they were probably just like, you need to be careful with what you do. And rather just, like, protect yourself. And so both of us were getting, like, lessons on protecting ourselves, but in very different ways. Because for, like, they say, like, women can be with who they who they want to be but men will be with who they can mm-hmm. and like i i just feel as if as a woman you get so many more offers i guess than a man mm-hmm. and so you have to just be wise and protect yourself by what you choose compared to like a man you have to be more careful about what you are going after right so it's like different but I don't know. I was never allowed to like go do stuff by myself or like be outside at night by myself and stuff like that to protect myself. And my brother never had that issue, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's that, but um, that's still true to today, you know. It's not really safe for women to like be walking around by themselves, and that's shouldn't be shouldn't be how it is. But it is, um, and especially like whenever you are dressed a certain way or look a certain way, you have to be very careful because people will treat you a certain way even if even if they don't physically try something with you mm-hmm. like they're still gonna catcall you or tell you things that are probably rude right do you see because when you brought this up earlier i was thinking about the parallels between the dms you get and rape and the reason i say that is because the men feel like okay, because of what you're doing, they are entitled to, one, speak to you a certain way, and two, to do what they want to do or get what they want to get. The reason I say it's a parallel with rape is because, you know, a a lot of people don't understand, which is crazy that they don't don't understand this, right? So say you're a woman and you're leading a man on. You're leading them on, y'all flirting, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the night, you say no. Mm-hmm. A lot of men would be like upset. They'll just take it, and 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 um, the reasoning behind it would be, oh, she wanted it. Like you know, what I mean, she was flirting with me, so that no really meant yes to the person, <laughs> but no, no actually meant no. <laughs> so, right. so do you see the parallels between the two? Uh, 
of course, it's not as extreme as rape, right. but you can see the, the parallels in the thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. So already, like, if we if we're talking about my DMs on Instagram before mm-hmm. we even go to OnlyFans, like, I get harassed on there just as much without mm-hmm. them even being on the OnlyFans platform. Like, um, you get harassed in so many ways. Like, they just tell you inappropriate stuff. You know, maybe send you unsolicited stuff, mm-hmm. and that is just as much like inappropriate and abusive whenever it comes to like rape and honestly if any guys comfortable enough to make me feel uncomfortable through social media or through OnlyFans, then they're probably way more comfortable to be inappropriate with me in real life and so for me and anybody is like not respectful or you know just makes ugly comments like i just ignore that and i or i block them because i don't want to like deal with that but definitely so like if i saw any of these people out i would not want to be close to them or say hi to them anything i'd be very uncomfortable if anybody that's harassed or made me feel uncomfortable online that saw me in person because if you are comfortable enough to do it online like you're probably even more comfortable enough to do it Mm -hmm. in person especially if you don't know me and you were already treating me that way like mm, i don't know i just men men are very comfortable online and it just shows you how they really feel in person mm-hmm. which is why so many women don't feel safe to just walk around or do anything but it's also maybe they won't feel comfortable because i feel like social media creates a barrier so you know you can say whatever and this goes to a wide range of things like if you look at like these like celebrities or athletes and you have people you know, behind the screen talking mad shit, mm-hmm. but they will never say that to the person's face. So it creates a barrier so they can get their shit off right. and don't have to deal with the repercussions of seeing the person face to face. So these guys, I am I would bet 90% of them will say whatever to you in the DMs, but if they actually met you face to face, they'll be, you know, not approaching you and then they'll DM you like, oh, I saw you at exactly yeah. and that's even more creepy that's <laughs> right. even more creepy because mm-hmm. there then if i did see you or if you did say hey i saw you mm-hmm. like that even that's like an even bigger red flag like first of all you didn't feel confident enough to come up to me and that's for a reason mm-hmm. so why are you going around like messaging me saying you saw me like that is stalker like creepy uncomfortable behavior and for me if somebody was messaging me and I was already uncomfortable with them messaging me, and I saw them, I would, like, literally flee the scene. Like, I would be like, I need to get out of here. They're going to make me uncomfortable, like, you know, just because of what they had already said. Um, and so, you know, maybe it would be a good thing that they don't have the confidence to say it in person, but mm-hmm. for the person that they are messaging, it's still going to be uncomfortable regardless, and that's not fair. Right. Well, thank you. <laughs> for coming on being vulnerable Thanks and uh educating i think what i got from this conversation uh personally is that uh you know it's cliche but conversation rules the nation like if we just have these conversations openly like we did today um surrounding something that's taboo you know in america at least uh sex um it'll drive more understanding and I think we will be able to navigate a lot of things better um, through conversation. Uh, Definitely. So because yeah. on this whole podcast, we've had mm-hmm. differencing. And mm-hmm. even me, when you ask me a question, like I'm kind of on both sides rather than just strictly like, no, I'm all all the way, all this. Because mm-hmm. it's not 
and it's not i don't ever feel like the world is black and white i do feel like it's, it's very much gray, gray yeah. but mm-hmm. because people won't talk about the gray the gray seems so like up in the air right. like gray seems like oh you're just not making a decision but it's not true it's just like no you just have a lot of things to consider and a lot mm-hmm. of perspectives and point of views that go into play it's when a lot thinking of about it so for sure I do think you're right that it, the more that it's talked about, then the more normalized and like understanding people could be towards the subject rather than like, you know, everyone coming to their conclusions on their own. Right. So I know you you like to keep this private, but if you want to go ahead and, you know, promote your business, <laughs> so you can. I don't, I, you know, I'm just throwing, I'm giving you the opportunity. You know, I got a, a nice little following. You might get you some, uh, um, so new so subscribers. My, <laughs> so my, my app for everything, and mm-hmm. it's the same for OnlyFans, for Instagram, for Twitter, for TikTok, for everything. It's um, Princessa underscore seven one three, and that's my app name. And um, I don't ever like I'm not scared to share it or anything. But um, just remember that you're not entitled for a reply. Nobody's entitled to anything. So. Um, I don't know, I just feel like if everybody remembered that when approaching people or messaging people, then it would go a lot further than rather than thinking that you owe them anything. So please, if you're going to follow me, don't don't hit my DMs expecting anything, please. Um, but if you liked this podcast and you want to talk about it or any comments that you have, I would love to hear about it. And um, yeah, if you want to see what I look like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you guys for listening. We are out.